0: Hey everyone, welcome to Reflection of Grace. We are on episode 41 and today's topic is gifted and talented. Hope everyone is having a fantastic day. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to it and like it. We are on a lot of platforms. so You can find us on Apple and Google and many more out there. That detail is listed in our profile. We have a special guest coming on the show to talk about her journey and her writing journey and an amazing story that is going to touch a lot of people's lives. So I want to start the show with a verse that stands out for today. And it's 1 Corinthians 7, 17 says, Each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them just as God has called for them. Hey, Melissa. Hey, how are you? I'm glad it finally worked. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was like, oh no, what can I do? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sure it's super early there. Usually I wake up at noon, so that's me.
1: (laughs) It's it's 9.30 here, but I'm fine. I usually get up at this time on my days off. Ah. Oh,
0: well good for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I work for my husband, so I get to stay home and uh, write contracts because he works in real estate, so I get to sleep.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so awesome.
0: It is. I used to um, be a teacher and I didn't like the parents, so I stopped being a teacher.
1: Yeah, I thought you would be more the parents than the students.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like the students way too much. And so when I came to uh, Texas, because it's like a whole new world because I'm from Chicago. And so um, I had a high city job and then came here and kind of, okay, I'll go back teaching again. And and I was kind of like, no, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But I'm glad you get to stay home now and do this podcast, and you know, just
0: you know, it's a challenge of itself. Just because I'm a very uh, shy person, um, when I see <laughs> when I see people, I hide in the corner. Oh <laughs> my, um, yeah, I'm like
1: the complete opposite.
0: That's wonderful. <laughs> That's good. It's you know, I started doing this to you know tell people about my story, to be real. You know, I I don't like hearing all people's fake stuff and they're trying to sell me something
1: (laughs) oh yeah definitely
0: I'm not trying to sell anything so (laughs) I've done that I'm good (laughs) yeah I failed (laughs) so um I want you to uh introduce yourself and where you're from okay my name is Trisha I'm 26
1: I'm originally from California but I'm currently living in Tucson Arizona so it's extremely hot here all the time
0: welcome to the group yeah. yeah texas is like it's like 80 and you might as well go swim in. it's like isn't it supposed to be some snow i'm used to wisconsin yeah.
1: <laughs> um so i'm a crisis counselor here so i actually go out into the into the field into the community when people are you know having suicidal thoughts or a danger to others also like if they're using drugs so Oh wow. Yeah, we go out and help them so that's what I do as like my career um and then I'm also an author um my second book comes out on Friday so actually tomorrow
0: yes which is amazing and I will provide um I got the link so I'll put that in the details so people can order that for you (laughs) <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> of course I think it's amazing that's I was so happy when you asked me to come on my podcast because um I started doing that after my son passed away and oh five um I didn't grieve normal like most people grieve um I went through some weird I went backwards in the grieve stage and so um, my family didn't allow me to grieve, which is so ridiculous more I think about it so learning to forgive them on that <laughs> and oh, so, <laughs> And so um, I started writing and so I wrote his story because when SIDS um, Was not really talked about a lot of doctors think SIDS was parents killing their children in yeah. their and so I had to fight that for many years and so I was depressed many years because I was just fighting it, fighting it, telling people that's not it. That's not it. I wasn't even around my child. So my, you know, my mom was watching them. And so I don't know where you get in these stories. It was so horrible, like how people are. And so I wrote books. I um, found Lulu. Have you heard of Lulu? Uh, no, you should check out Lulu. So Lulu will pretty much put your books in bookstores. There was one time I was in Washington and I was at Barnes & Noble and I went into self-help and I went in there and and I saw my book. My book was sitting there and I was like well do I buy it? Do I leave it? I didn't know what to do because I was like shocked that my book was in the store and come find out it was like all over and it made it to the UK. Like it was amazing and I don't know what happened. I just kind of went on life and that's what happened i ran into that so i thought it was really cool that i saw it on amazon and i kept um going back and forth when you know when i looked up yours and i was like oh this is so awesome because you know that's how i grieved i don't know if that's your grieving way of writing yeah so um um, me and my husband,
1: we did IVF in November. Um, so we started the whole process in August of last year. Um, we went through the retrieval process. We had five embryos, so five babies. Um, there was three boys, one girl, and one that didn't let them test. I'm pretty sure it was a girl being stubborn. <laughs> um, but uh, so. You know we put our first baby in in november and i got pregnant right away you know i was like over the moon my husband was super excited we thought you know this is it we're finally going to be a family after trying for five years um unfortunately i miscarried at um six weeks and it was like the hardest thing I've ever had to go through. So mm-hmm. I was already writing prior to that. But the big difference was I never let anyone read my stuff. Not even my husband. I would just write in a notebook or write on Google Docs. Yep. But, I, <laughs> but, I, but I never let anyone read it. So that's how I grieved. I decided to let the world read all of my writings. And a lot of them don't pertain to that particular miscarriage. Mm-hmm. But it was just like such a release.
0: It is. It it's a great experience. Um, I tell people who are going through like I had eight miscarriages. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's so hard it is and what's tough is um, I love to do IVF but that's not where my husband is my husband is a strong believer and so and I'm kind of in the middle like I believe God's word is true but I kind of need some science because my body's a little hostile so they told me my uterus is a little hostile and so I might need to do IVF and do all that and so this has been a tough road because it's been 15 years since my last one and they actually told me I probably can't have babies so I I'm against it I didn't claim it and so I'm believing I will have five children <laughs>
1: yeah and, and it's so great to like put that out there because that's how I was feeling after we had that miscarriage with my son it was like I wanted to do the other transfers right away so mm-hmm. I did two other ones and it didn't go through um, every time I got the pregnancy test it was negative negative. Um, and I just kept saying at first like oh my gosh I'm never going to get pregnant but right now what I'm throwing into the you know the universe is that I am going to get pregnant or I am going to have a child whether it's through my body or uh, surrogacy or even adopting you know that's always been a,
0: a huge topic that me and my husband have gone through. One thing I, you know, I'm i going to, I'm not sure you'll like my suggestion because I, you know, of course I'm a believer and I, you know, I don't know where your husband and you are at, but um, I always hold God accountable because his word is true that, you know, you're fruitful and you, you know, no one should be, you know, having babies. Everyone should have babies. I always believe that, you know, devil steals. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's true with what your job is. Like, people go through all that because the attacks of the world is crazy. And I thought about doing crisis stuff, but I was kind of like, oh, man, I gotta figure myself out before I help everyone else.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, and what's, yeah, what's crazy about crisis is, like, all my coworkers, like, I love all of them. And we all have our own issues, you mm-hmm. know. And it's so amazing that we're able to put that on the backside to help people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, it takes a special person to do crisis. And I feel like you have to have gone through your own to be able to relate to these people. Oh, yes,
0: absolutely. Because they're going to look at you and say, well, what have you been through? You know, your hair wasn't perfect today. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I went through that with just being with... Um, talking to people even like at church people will tell me at their stories and i'll be like okay but that's really uh, okay but have you been through 12 foster homes like i did and five different homes i mean i mean it was crazy like everyone has stories and i think what you do is Amazing, like hands down, I think it's a wonderful gift. Trust me, <laughs> it is that's do. It. so. That's why I do my podcast to help people because I know a lot of people have been in different situations and it's been a long time for me to do this. And my husband thought it was like, Oh my goodness, you're a shy girl doing a podcast and you're telling your story. And I go, Yeah, but sometimes I get really mean, like, I don't, you know. I've been on social media since I was 14, and I know... Fr- you m- remember when MySpace came out? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just got old <laughs> a little bit. But, uh, yeah, like, no one worried about who's unfallen, who, unfri- who unfriended who. Like, Instagram, I thought was supposed to be a very supportive thing with women who are going through this stuff. I find it very not. I find it very catty. I find it very not, like, I don't, I have no words for it. I'm just shocked by how many people will um, unfollow people. It's really, I don't know if you experience it, but I have, and I think mine is more, I do post a lot of God stuff, but also everyone is on the same path of getting their rainbow baby, getting their baby, and I think we should be very supportive of each other.
1: Yeah, I haven't really um, like gone through that where people have been catty towards me I do know that it I have my hard days where it's hard for me personally when I'm seeing all of these people you know getting their rainbow babies of course I'm excited for them and I'm like you know cheering them on but a little part of me is like sad that I'm not there yet since yeah. me and my husband are taking you know some time away from it I just needed my body to heal from all the medication Excellent. and mentally I just yeah I just needed to to grieve and you know just take some time for myself mentally
0: oh yeah absolutely I agree on that because a lot of people don't do that and then um it's funny when my husband and I started trying um I tried everything let me tell you I tried some weird things I don't know how much money we spent on those ovulation tests I mean it was so much and you know you go on Instagram and someone got pregnant and then you're kind of like, well, geez, well, good for you. <laughs> like, I'm over here, you know, peeing on fifteen six today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, it, it's
1: crazy. It's just, you know, I just feel like every journey is different, but at the same time, like, it does hurt when you see those, you know, it hurts in a special way.
2: Mm-hmm. It just,
1: and I feel like, You know, it is good that we've I I don't know if you've taken time, but I've taken time now for myself just to do things that I enjoy.
0: Yes, I have. I actually um, I used to be on Facebook a lot. And after our miscarriage, I think it was last month, um, I got off of it and I told my husband I'm getting off of it like everyone at our church was like popping babies <laughs> and you know, they're like, Hey, I'm pregnant. And there's people at church who wouldn't talk to me cause they're pregnant. And so I told them I was done. Like, I'm just going to take time, do my podcast, you know, do what, you know, God has planned for me and talk to people about my story. And, and I went to, um, you ever heard of, I think I posted on uh, Instagram, um, motion code. Um, no, I would, definitely recommend reading that book we went my mother-in-law and I went to a seminar about it and it's about like trapped emotions in our body and we ask our body where the emotion is trapped and I've heard many stories from the seminar that people got pregnant oh wow yeah it's probably just like cleansing like everything that you have inside of. yes and it's emotions that are not even from us it's like from our parents it's crazy. Like I had emotions from my grandpa and it's like, go away. Like, I'll get it. Like I'll introduce, but dude, go away. I don't need your emotions. <laughs> I got mine, but yeah, it's, it's quite amazing. And I've seen changes by just doing my headaches from it. And some people might think it's weird, but I'm all about, you know, the natural and doing everything natural. Cause I, I was scared to do something like the IVF because all the you know shots and stuff that to me scares me a little bit and I hands up for you to go through that especially your husband I'm sure you were going through mood swings (laughs) since we're already (laughs) but praise to him for dealing with all that
1: Yeah, I think the worst part of it was the shots. It was just like every day it got worse. It it just hurt more. And, you know, there was even times when my husband didn't want to give me the shot because he didn't want to inflict that pain on me. So I'd have my dad do it. And then my dad couldn't do it anymore. I'd do it myself. I think that was the hardest part of it all. And then, you know, spending all that money and at the end of it, there's no baby. So it took me, you know, I was really angry. I was really angry and it just took me some time for me to you know pray with God you know take some time with my husband and like now I still get angry at times and you know I still feel like you know my baby should have been here that shouldn't have happened but I'm taking it day by day
0: yes and props to you it it, it's a tough journey I mean 15 years for me and then you know it should be easy and then you got doctors who Uh, Not all doctors are good, and I'm not afraid to say that because I've been through some who are so mean, some who are like, yeah, no, I'm not going to help you, some I knew more than they did, and they got mad, and they didn't like that, so that's why I want to do, like, midwife and do everything natural, so I don't have to deal with nothing. (laughs) That's me, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I did experience, you know, it was our first IVF, so I was with the same doctor, and I did experience some, you know, some stuff that I didn't like towards the end. So I do know, you know, it's going to take me some time to trust again and to try to find another doctor or a different path. So I feel like I'm just,
0: yeah. So I want you to tell me about your two books because you have two of them that I saw. So I want you to talk about. The first one you ever wrote because that usually is where you to me it's sowing the seed to the ground and then you got you sold that seed to the ground as in your first book and now you have a wonderful next one and i want you to talk about both of them
1: okay um so the first one is called beaten soul so that one actually it's like a little collection it's only 50 pages but that one took me about seven seven to eight years um just writing over time so it was just like different points in my life and it was just crazy one morning I woke up um About two months ago, I woke up and I told my husband like, you know, I want to share my words with the world. And he was kind of like, he was really supportive. He was like, you know, as long as you want to do that, let's go ahead and do it. So I literally just put the book together in one day because I already had everything all the you know all the words all the poems I put all of that together um, I formatted it I did a quick run through and then I published it it was like the most surreal thing I had to work the next day and I literally called off because I wasn't able to sleep I was like no I told my boss you know I just did this and I just can't sleep because I started seeing all the numbers rising of people reading it and getting feedback within like 24 hours it was insane that's amazing. Yeah. So then that just like, once I did that, I just, I it opened the doors to me just like writing everything. So I told my husband after I wrote Beaten Soul, I said, you know, I can't wait to write another one. And, you know, here we are two and a half months later and the book comes out tomorrow and I'm so excited. It's called Forgiving Us and it's about... You know not necessarily forgiving us, but forgiving us as a collection, like forgiving her, forgiving him, whoever it is that you have to forgive. And sometimes what someone does is unforgivable, but you have to find a way to you know break through that. Okay. So, all, <laughs> yeah. so, all of the poems are um, based on someone having to forgive someone, and some of them are more like stories than poems, but it's To me, I'm just, it's, I'm super proud of it. And I'm super excited for people to, you know, to read it and be able to connect with someone or someone be able to read a poem and be like, wow, I've been there. I've done that.
0: Very true. That is, I do a lot of segments about forgiveness. My husband says I'm a pro at it because I've, I forgave somebody. I had so story is, I had a headache for three years straight. No one could figure out what to do. And one day I was like, okay, you know, our pastor talked about forgiveness. And I said, huh. And so I sat there in prayer and I forgave all those people who did whatever, even said things, written stuff, and just did it. The next day my headache was gone. And so that's how I know forgiveness is powerful. It's It's strong.
1: Yeah. And to me, it was like, you know, I struggled with forgiveness. I struggled with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know even before my husband you know i had a toxic relationship all of that and then i always like carried that with me into the next thing so when me and my husband got together you know i had a part of me that was already tainted i didn't feel like i had let go so this this is me basically like letting go of everything in my past and everything that happened with my miscarriage with my other transfers it's just me letting go and it's also stories of my family um, and how they've had to let go amazing yeah so so I dedicated that book to my parents because out of all the people in my life I feel like they've had to learn how to forgive the most because they've had some hardships through life so I just felt like you know this would be a good collection to to
0: dedicate to them I think that's really sweet that's very sweet I like that (laughs) yeah yeah I'm on that path of so i been adopted and so my parents weren't really parents and so I'm on this long process of forgiving them. And so when I was with my um boyfriend at time when I was younger, um my parents wanted me to get abortion. So it took me a long time to forgive them for that because I was like, no way. (laughs) So I chose my son over him. And so I reap consequences after that. And so we're not really close anymore. And it's kind of (laughs) crazy yeah
1: and it's so crazy how like amazing you feel after forgiving someone and sometimes they don't even deserve the forgiveness but just if you've done you know just to be honest
0: (laughs) that's no that's so true and you know you don't even need to tell them that you forgive them either that's something I've learned too is like if you say that you forgive them you know God takes care of it he He'll yeah. deal with it, you know, and it's done. You don't need to be their best friends. You don't need to have the tea party. <laughs> but yes.
1: Yeah. So that's just I mean, I'm excited. It comes out tomorrow. I'm just excited for everyone to read it. And, you know, just even if they connect with one page, one <clears throat> one poem, one whatever it may be, one line, as long as they're able to connect. And I feel like a lot of people will. Because I didn't think people would connect with be in Seoul and I've gotten text messages. I've gotten um Private messages, um, reviews—just everyone saying that they felt like they could have wrote that. That they felt like that was coming from somewhere deep inside them.
0: Yes, I think I think it's amazing. I mean, that's what I did after my son passed away because I didn't grieve the right way, and I wrote, I wrote his story, <laughs> promoted his story. So I think it's wonderful, and you know, I hope that heals you, and you have many children in the future don't know how many you guys want not like my
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'd be happy with one or two you know um i yes i'm just you know whatever god decides to grace us with and i just feel like even if it doesn't happen for us naturally there's so many children out there that you know are waiting to be adopted and i'm just you know open to anything
0: I think that's amazing. Um, My husband came home uh, the other night and told me about these children. We do feed the hungry and we support, um, I forgot the number of families. I just know the total price, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but we have money kids. Like we feed them and he told me about these group of kids where they get rid of these children who are deaf or blind and they just get rid of them or they kill them. And it's like, oh, that hurts me a little bit. And even with people who have Down syndrome, like the babies, like people get rid of them. And it's like, they need love too. And I'm so open to that too, because those are the children in need of love. Yes. I, 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 don't I, feel, like,
1: <laughs> I feel like they're the ones that are going to love they're just going to be oh,
0: okay. so grateful. Yes. And you know, I know there's going to be some hardship and they need you no know, special care, but that's, that's what, you know, some people are made for. I'm, I have a big heart for that. Um, for some reason they, they just warm my heart. And so I told my husband, well, you know, we can have this many kids, but I like to adopt two kids that just need the love and, I've been in that situation praying and almost giving up and healing, and it has a lot of healing through all those, you know, miscarriages, especially like eight. Like, people are like, I had two, and I was like, it's tough. Even to have two or one, it's really tough because you feel like you lost something. Yeah, definitely. That connection, that chemistry, and the universe is like, eh, not time yet. And you're kind of like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Abram, uh, I think her name is Abram Hicks. She's on YouTube and she talks about the universe and the timing of um, babies coming into the world. It's really good and you should um, listen to that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: It's, it's amazing and it's a great connection. You'll be like, oh, this is kind of weird, but it's kind of true and kind of makes sense. And It's all that, let me tell you, I researched for 15 years, so I have a lot of information. (laughs) Yeah, and another
1: thing was like me having to forgive timing. Like I knew that obviously I lost my son for a reason. I may not ever understand why, but I mean, you have to, God has a plan and it's all in his time. And that took me a while to accept because I kept saying, no, like why me, why at this time? But I agree, like everything has its timing and everything's going to happen when it's supposed to.
0: Well, make sure you name your son so he has a name up there. I always believe they go up there and just give him a name. Yeah, he he has
1: a name. His name is Tristan. It's just, I also, yeah, um, because it's like Trisha. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I just, I say his name, you know, within myself or when I'm, you know, by myself. And I just feel like I'm going to break down or, you know. I also want to name you know my son if I ever have a son that makes it to earth I would like to name him Tristan as well you can yeah
0: yeah yeah we we picked names out already too and my husband every morning confesses those names and I'm kind of like oh I kind of like that name (laughs) yeah I don't know about Briggs jr though and he's like oh I like that name so I have a Briggs jr somewhere (laughs) somewhere out there yeah <laughs> all right well thank you for joining me on this podcast and i hope to have you back when you are either pregnant or on your journey and it was nice having you yeah very you so much
1: <laughs> thank you so much for this opportunity and i can't wait to work with you in the future and just you know become friends closer we
0: all need that. yes you can come on the show anytime to talk about anything i mean i'm so random there's times that i do you know i do rant but it's not because i'm mad it's because i'm so frustrated because i wish i could help more people i wish you know they listen i wish you know they take time to get to know people i think that's my frustrations like we just need to sit and get to know people and not worry about you know oh this person or that person and i I, I have a big heart for everyone. My husband says that gets me in trouble, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, I've heard that once or twice, too. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity and, you know, just getting to know one another. And I feel like many people's lives are, are touched or, you know, they can at least relate to what we're talking about.
0: Definitely. And you your book's going to touch many lives out there. And I pray for you get that rainbow baby soon and this day and peace between you and your husband and healing for you. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Bye. beautiful Each of us a talent. Sometimes we need to live live according to His plan, but like children, we desire someone else's talent, regardless of the talents God has given us. So let's refocus on what we have been given, so we never miss out on joy of doing what God has called for us to do. There is no use pinning away to be one thing when God has a special gifted thing for you to be another. God wants us to live with a deep, deep connection, and you can experience this when you embrace his plan. His plans for you are so good. So I know everyone has different talents, just like our guest, she has a writing talent. And it's beautiful, and it's to help touch people's lives. Even her job, it changes people's lives. I call those people guardian angels. It's a tough job just to save someone and everyone goes through these crazy patterns in life and you know I do feel those are attacked from the world and sometimes we need to um, walk across that bridge to peace and Not easy, and I pray for those people out there that are hearing my show that I pray peace over you with whatever situation it is. Go to God, go to someone who can just listen to you because I really think that's what it's all about is someone to hear your pain, to hear what you're going through. And I know some people might say, Hey, that's not really a big deal, and trust me, I've been through that, and I listen to heartbreak stories that are worse than mine and I'm kind of like man like my stories aren't as bad I think we we just need to forgive and you know she wrote about a book about forgiving us and um, that's huge because we need to first forgive ourselves because that's a huge thing because when we are be able to forgive ourselves we can forgive those who have hurt us you just give it to the Lord. I'm not saying you need to go run out and meet be your best friends and have coffee. You just need to give it to the Lord because, you know, we can't have that grudge stuck into us. It's like a block. We don't need to have that block in us from what we want. And I've come a long way with forgiveness. And I... I would love to teach a class about forgiveness. I'm not a pro at it, but I've seen healing from it and I also seen crazy connections from it and I come a long way from just not forgiving people at all and I went through last month the whole list of people who either wronged me or talked about me or just didn't really like me because you know I post a lot about God thing is Bibles love about God is because he changed my life for me and I was at a place I didn't think I could go anymore and he's changed me and I give him all the credit and you know I told my husband today I just work here and he laughed at me because I believe everyone needs a good outcome there's so many bad outcomes out there so definitely get her book. It comes out October 5th and read those stories, read those poems because I think you can relate to it and I think you will come a long way to getting what you've been praying for and what you've been needing for. So i end this with a prayer. God, you have gifted me in certain ways for a certain reason. Please help me to know that purpose. Use my talents for your glory and be grace by each pathway I take. Everyone have an awesome blessed